Hello, and welcome to day 12 of Walk and Be Well, a 28-day education and wellness walking program from the Church Pension Group. Letting go of some things in life may be difficult, but we must release what proves to be unhealthy. That applies to our physical, psychological, and spiritual health. Today, the Rev. Dr. Jackie Cameron and the Rev. Renee Miller talk about letting go and how it is key to our well-being. So, lace up your shoes and start walking. When you lace up your shoes and head out on your walk today, your body will need more oxygen to do its work, and it will also generate more carbon dioxide that you'll need to get rid of. So your lungs, along with a few other things, will need to step up the pace in order to give your muscles the extra oxygen they'll need. As you know, in order to do their job, lungs must expand and contract, or inflate and deflate. But the lungs themselves are made up primarily of air passageways and blood vessels, so they cannot move themselves. Therefore, in order to do their life-sustaining work, lungs are dependent on the movement of the muscles that surround them. That is, the diaphragm, which is basically a big muscle that separates your chest cavity from your abdominal cavity, and the muscles in the chest wall. Every now and then, if you're really working hard, the abdominal and neck muscles might get called upon to provide some extra help. There are specialized chemical sensors located at strategic points throughout the circulatory system. If oxygen gets too low, or if carbon dioxide or blood acidity get too high, the brain sends messages to the diaphragm and to the muscles in and around the chest. In response, The diaphragm drops down, and the chest expands, and this creates what's called negative pressure. That is a very low pressure inside the chest relative to the outside world. So what happens next? Well, if there's nothing blocking the nose or throat or deeper lung passageway, outside air rushes in. Why? Because it can't help it. You've heard the phrase, nature abhors a vacuum? Well, you are living that reality every moment of every day. Of course, if something is blocking the nose or throat, or if a tumor or severe infection is filling a deeper air passage, the system doesn't work as well. In asthma, the air passageways get swollen and tense and narrow. Of course, this makes it harder for air to get in. But the bigger problem in an acute asthma attack is that air cannot get out. It always takes more time to exhale than to inhale, and in asthma, it takes even longer. In fact, in an asthma attack, it takes so long to fully exhale that most people have to take their next breath in before they finish breathing the previous breath out. One danger is that the lungs can become overexpanded, but the other is that the body cannot get rid of the used air, 
and carbon dioxide levels then begin to rise. It's a very dangerous situation and often very difficult to treat because the main problem is in the deepest and most inaccessible parts of the lung. We need both parts of the breathing cycle. We need to inhale and we need to exhale. We need to take air in and we need to let it go. Medical types sometimes talk about inspiration and expiration or inspired air and expired air. Of course, all of this provides rich imagery for reflecting on life. So might there be anything in your life or not yet in your life that could just be waiting to rush in if only you'd create some space for it? Is there anything in your life that might be blocking this rush of life-giving, spiritual, emotional, psychological, or physical air? Is there anything in your life that might be blocking the exit of stale, depleted air? Might there be anything that needs to be allowed to expire? And remember, exhaling or letting go usually takes more time than inhaling. Awaken me, O God, to the wonder of my body, and increase in me an awareness of gratitude for it. Simplicity is a big theme in contemporary culture. Even in the midst of financial lack, for example, we can feel overfull. Overfull with responsibilities, overfull with worry or demands, overfull with regrets or sadness of dreams unfulfilled. In the Western Hemisphere, we also feel overfull with stuff and the advertising that tells us we need even more stuff. We have taken in too much air and feel unable to let some out. Unlike blocked air passages, the soul is truly always ready to be emptied in order to be filled with what is new. Anything that is blocked can easily be cleared by simply sitting still in God's presence. Oh, we will still have to do the difficult work of letting go, 
But those moments spent in God's presence give us the courage to let go. Because when we are in God's presence, we realize that everything we need is available to us right now, in this moment. We are breathing with ease, with evenness, with equanimity. And that balanced peace is the beginning of courage. As you walk today, think about what is no longer needed in your life. What can be let go in order to breathe and live more fully?
Here's a motivational tip for the day. Enjoy your walk. Enjoy the individual moments of the walk. Enjoy the air. Enjoy your breath. Enjoy movement. Enjoy your walk today. Our music for today is Fran McKendry's My Heart Yearns and The Lord's Prayer. We hope you enjoy your day and remember to walk and be well.